welcome to Midday Mumbles Podcast. I'm Gage. I'm Brody. And uh, this is a little different. Isaac isn't here today because he's got the flu. Uh, wish him the best in the comments below. But yeah, Isaac's sick, so he's not here today. You might hear a little bit of a difference. Um, Brody and I are in the same room right now on one microphone doing episode 14 because we... Well, let's be honest with you. He left. He, he forgot his uh, wireless earbuds. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're, we're trying something new and uh, we hope you like it. But um, yep, this, uh, this is going to be very weird because the guy that doesn't talk much on the podcast combined with the guy that does the most talking, I have a feeling. It's a good I, combo. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to be doing all the talking. But uh, yeah, so... Uh, this episode is brought to you by our Patreon. Uh, you, um, patreon.com assessment mumbles, uh, to help support the show and make it for, uh, make, continue to make it free. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's three tiers. Oh, if you want to help support the show, go to midday, uh, go to patreon.com slash midday mumbles. That's patreon.com slash midday mumbles. Let's get right into the show. So how how you, you doing this week, Gage? <laughs> I'm doing good. I, you, you did it this time. I was starting to say it, but then you said it. I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing great this week. That's Hasn't good. been a busy week. Slow week. Yeah. As it usually is. Well, 14 episodes of slow weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We're back here again doing episode 14 of the Midday Mumbles podcast. And uh, yeah, so I mean, you're home this weekend again. Again. You, Other uh, times it won't be. Next week he's staying at school, right? <laughs> I don't know. I can never can I never can tell. He never knows. He never knows where he's gonna be. That's a that's a weird thing with young kids is or young people, not not kids, young adults, is they never know where that like I'm all about schedules, right? Like if I had a schedule, you know, I'm always, I'm always like, Okay, Isaac, be on Discord to record the podcast at five fifteen PM Eastern Standard Time on Friday you know, the 22nd of January and, um, gets on at seven. He gets on always at late, always late, always excused. This episode is just going to be trash talking Isaac. Cause when Brody wasn't here, we just trash talk. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I haven't missed one episode. So I'm thinking next week, I'm just going to take the week off. Firstly, I'll let it the show, but <laughs> it'll, kidding. it'll be a bad episode when Gage misses it. Cause it'll be so confusing. We don't know who's, who'll do the, Who's going to do the audio work? Bro, Brody, I'll do the audio work. But Brody and I are going to be like, so, you want to play some CSGO? Yeah, hey guys, welcome to the, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> welcome what are we, the what thing. are we doing? What are we doing again? But, uh, yeah, no. Um, I, I, I mean, a lot's, a lot's happened this week. It's gone by fast. Um, Brody, this is your second week back at school, right? Or your first week? Uh, sec. I think second week. Second week, <laughs> yes. And um, you know, we've just been. You know, he's been at school. I've been at work. Um, yeah. Isaac's been at school. Yeah. Don't have anything witty for Isaac to say. He can't jump in. He's not here. Yeah, Isaac just got sick. I, he says he's got the flu, but he hasn't gone to the doctors yet. So he, he has the flu. He diagnosed himself with the flu. So. uh he probably has a viral virus or something. I don't know. You know, I was telling Brady before the recording, I haven't been to the doctors before. I went two weeks. I went about a month ago because I had some like viral thing. 
and I was really freaking sick. And I moved into the office. It was not like I'm, I, I can't go home and I can't be at home and do work. So I had, you know, I don't feel like coming to the office because I'm sick. So my parents were like, go to the doctors, go to the doctors. You know, you haven't been in two years, but go to the doctors. I went to the doctors and um, literally it wasn't, uh, you know, they gave me some medicine and I felt better within like two days. So I try to stay away from the doctors if you haven't noticed from this little rant. But uh, it's a bad idea. It's a very bad idea. You think going to the doctors is good? Yes. Everyone should always have a primary care physician and set up a one-year checkup you know what's yearly. You know, yearly. You know what's interesting? What? This facility that we're in right now was a doctor's office, and they closed down two years ago. I had a doctor that I just switched to before, like a few months before this closed down. A primary care a physician? Primary, it was a, yeah, he was my PCP, and his name was Dr. Ducker. He was a British, amazing guy. And um, then this place announced they were closing down. And I hadn't gone to the doctors at all in that period. There was one There was one instance where I needed to get a refill of something. I don't count this. He, went, he moved to Waterville at the time. And I had to go to Waterville and get like a refill of like a prescription. I don't count that. I did go into his office and I did talk to him, but that was just, you know, like he just wanted to make sure I wasn't like popping pills, you know, verification, make sure I actually still need the pills. And it was like some sleeping thing because I have sleeping issues. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was the last time I was in a doctor's and he's recently changed. He's no longer a doctor. He does like administrative work at a doctor's office at the hospital. But yeah, it's February 1st. I finally changed the calendar. I don't know if you saw it when you came in. Yeah. Instead of red, it's brown. Instead now. of an Asian man in a farm, it's a hiker going up a mountain. Good change. Good change. I still don't understand how you consider that a calendar. Literally, the calendar has a photo, but the photo takes up 99% of the, the yeah. paper. So that doesn't even really work as a calendar. I mean, it does. <laughs> But there's just one line. You guys would have to see it to to understand. But it's the whole calendar is a huge picture. At the bottom of the sheet that the picture's printed on, it's just the number of days. Like I don't even know. I I don't understand why I would ever. How I I don't use that at all. It just sits there. I look at the photo when the door's closed. I don't know how you date anything out. Usually people have the calendar boxes so you can date stuff. Well, I don't know. You couldn't. So that's the funny thing. I've had calendars at home. Like I get a new calendar every year. I go to, I haven't gone this year, but I go to like Portland and get one. At, there's a store in the mall and I get one of those nice little square calendars. I put it up in my, I was putting it up in my room and I tried marking days like, okay. Important dates. I got this going on Thursday at 2 PM, but I write so damn big. So I tried also getting a calendar on my phone and doing that. I just, I can't remind myself to do it. It's almost like I just can't set reminders. I just, if it ha I just remember important dates in my head and that's not a good way to do things. Cause I, I have forgotten about things many times in the past. So, but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, pe we're human. People forget about things, but, uh, I'd say if you can't write any smaller, get a mechanical pencil. Is that going to help? Yeah. You, you you pretty much have to write small on a mechanical pencil because it, it's not like ink. It's not like you, you can wait and the uh, ink will spread out on the page. It's like you get 
0.5 millimeter, you get 0.7 millimeter, and that's that's the size of the lead. Was that pen here? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. You get well, yeah, you get 0.5, you get 0.7 millimeter. That's what you write in. You write in 0.5 millimeter. The office is a mess right now. If you guys don't know, it's literally we moved in and and uh, there's painting going on, and they just put up a wall, and you, literally I can't find anything. Like I have everything in my office, and actually. I cleaned all that out over there the other day and I put the empty boxes in the closet so I could like uh organize shit. I think it looks nice. I really I think do. you should close up this gap. And put what? Put the desk closer to the wall. It was at one time, but I just I like to have this little Space distance. To lean back. I like to have the distance because when I make my YouTube videos, there's like a, a blurred background kind of effect. Which is kinda nice, but I mean Something like that shouldn't define an entire space. I also considered moving the desk like this way. That way the backdrop is the wood and having the greens. Because that green screen I can slide back and forth if I want. But one thing was, oh, well, you're going to block the the window. So, Well, if you're, if you're somebody who cares about natural light, then that's a problem. But if you don't care about that, then. Oh, that thing is so annoying. The natural light? Yeah, when the lights go uh, in the daytime, it's fine. But when I when I I've been here at like four p.m. when the sun starts to set, and that literally, oh my god! Well, when the direct sunlight hits you into the window, or what? When it gets on the monitors. Oh, of course, yeah. Because you know when I'm trying to work or something, I was editing a video, and I have I had some client work, and um, it was very hard to to see what I was doing. So I believe it. You need some. Blackout shades in here. Yeah, yeah, I thought about it. But when I, I, I'm also getting into streaming. I don't know if I'm going to stream tomorrow. Tomorrow's Sunday. We're recording this on Saturday. But I was thinking about streaming. But I had an issue last week where the light was really affecting my face light. Your vision? No, the lights. These lights right here. There was a perfect saturation in the afternoon. And the sun started to set. And my face started to turn orange. So In the stream? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. First world problems. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but uh stream. Yeah, yeah, I can't stream. Uh, but uh yeah, I mean so I've been doing a lot of talking. Why don't you What do you want me to talk about? I don't know. You talked. Literally just say anything, bro. You're wearing a Thomas College uh sweatshirt. You yep. thinking about switching? Oh, speaking of Thomas College, look at this. Lanyard. All my stuff is in Thomas College. I don't even go to Thomas College. My <laughs> lanyard's a Thomas College lanyard. I love Thomas College. I love the campus. I love the people. But you don't I don't go, go there. there. Literally, it's funny because we used to, you know, at Carabac, well, the school we went to, they used to have like these college fairs. People would come from colleges. And they'd hand out all these goodies. Who the frig is going to use them? But you do. So right. there you go. I use the stuff that they give me, but I don't. Go. care about them you don't attend but uh so how's college anyway it's good you liking it yeah no you're going for four years right yeah why wouldn't i for engineer what, what kind of engineering i forget it's it's civil engineering technology it's kind of like a business degree but it's also kind of like an engineering degree yeah i mean yeah i mean that's uh I mean, it's interesting. 
you uh so what are you into as a person anyway like when I'm what into are you gonna everything do? what are you gonna do with this degree like i'm I'm actually curious are you gonna do is that gonna be your job in it being an engineer uh i could i could do that with the degree i could do that i don't think it's what i'm gonna do no so what do you i want to i just want to do i really i i like this degree i look at it i feel like it doesn't put me in the engineering box no people that are put into the engineering box they can easily do that and then they end up doing crappy work yeah you know you become you become a professional junior engineer with the engineering degree you design sewer systems for years you design you design drain, drainage systems sewage systems i don't want to do that kind of work no i don't want to do office work well what do you want to do other things my uncle's an engineer he does work i know but and... that's different that's like that's electrical like, no he does roads like he does civil? Pro- yeah that's what he i think i think he i know he's not an electrical engineer he's a civil engineer i think but yeah he does that kind of work yeah i mean i'm sure i'm sure it pays more oh but i mean you end up doing crappy work for a long time before you can get it in a he lives like five minutes away like you know it, it pays fine the problem with that though is that one of the big things is everyone's I, everyone that I talk to that's in college, not, probably about eighty five percent of them are going for engineering degrees. Anyone I talk to that's into college, engineering is good. Engineering is good. I but the jobs are the thing because there's a lot of people going into engineering. My uncle, well, okay, I have one uncle. Both my uncles are engineers, but one of them is a computer engineer, and he got a job at IBM. He was very lucky at the time. The timing was perfect. My other uncle is a civil engineer. He does road engineering and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, civil isn't just road. Bridges, that kind of stuff. Municipal buildings. Yeah. So that's what he does. He will, like, design stuff. It's kind of funny because they, 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 it, there's so many different kinds of engineering, right? Well, not for, really. For many different things. Like, computer engineering, my uncle codes and there's many base ones and from the base ones you branch off into smaller specialized yeah engineering tasks but he know? works on ai from ibm yeah but like under the like umbrella term it's yeah. electrical yep yeah. but he does Probably. something more yeah. specialized you know yeah he does hardcore coding that's what he does it's kind of, it's kind of funny because well, I guess I don't. Yeah, I mean, it would be electrical engineering, but then it's like it specifies in the computer engineering, and then you know, specialize even more in coding. Um, I guess, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He he was very confused at the beginning of what he wanted to do. You know, he graduated high school, and I think I I think he took a year off. We're fifteen years apart, so when I was fifteen, he was turning thirty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's we're not that far off in age we have similar interests he just was you know brought up in the 80s and 90s and he had he has more experience with older tech Mm -hmm. and more time to learn whereas you know i didn't really start getting into computers until 2008 ish i had had i had had experience with computers because i was seven in 2008 and i had experience before but nothing like i started teaching myself software you know software stuff yeah and that's why I'm so good at some of the stuff that I do. I'm not good at everything. Like, But it would be better to get a degree. I can't write. I couldn't write code to save my life. But you could learn. I could learn. It. And I probably would understand it more since I have 
like the base level, like the foundation is there. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure you, I'm sure if you look at it like this, it's like a big puzzle. You have puzzle pieces in many places, but you don't have the full picture. Yes, I don't. An education would probably give you all the rest of the puzzle pieces that you needed to create that beautiful whole picture, you know? Potentially, but that's the thing. Like, I'm not, like, I know computers and that's something that I have. That's like my hobby. That's what I've learned over the years. Right. But, but it's, from not there, like, it's not like you know computer science. But from there, I've branched out. Like, if it wasn't for me learning computers, you know that I'm into the media side of computers. Yeah. Like, and I mean, there's a major for that. People go to Orno and they do new media. It's a study. Yeah, that, that is true. But the thing with that, and I, I was watching a Steven Crowder video, and not and we're not getting into politics or anything, but I was watching a Steven Crowder video and he was talking about that. New media? He media? was talking about degrees, right? Okay, this degrees, was a video yeah. he posted, I think, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I saw it in my feed and I found it very interesting. It was one of those, it was from his podcast thing. And he was talking about how, you know, one of the big things is, so you know how all the new, the DNC, can, the Democrat candidates are running on, uh, we want to uh, wipe your debt away, your college debt. Yeah. Right? Well, the thing is, uh, if you look at the statistics on the amount of people that have debt, it's coming from people who started college. They didn't know what they wanted to do when they were in college because they were forced to go to college. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you have those parents that are like, okay, you, my parents are the same way. You got to go to college. You got to go to college. If you don't go to college, you're not going to have a job. So then they go into college, but they don't know what they want to do. So they have this minor and then they're trying to figure out their major. They pick a major and then they realize it's not what they want to do. So they either switch their major or they drop out, right? A lot of the time, the the statistics show that people that can't handle their college debt are generally not, um, uh, generally didn't graduate. They dropped out. And it's usually the statistic shows it's around $5,000 because they don't have a job. They don't have 5,000 in debt. Yes. That doesn't sound like a lot of money, right? Well, I'd say the people that go through the programs fully, but kept taking on debt have like huge debts that. But that's, that's where I, I would agree with you on that. But the statistics show that people that are going into engineering, right? If you're going into like a gender you, studies if degree. If you go through engineering and you get your full engineering degree, you won't have a problem with money. I understand that that's because you won't have a problem. With we have such a need for engineers, right? In different categories. Like that's the thing. We, we need doctors. We need engineers. And those are big things. We don't, we, we don't have enough doc. I read a statistic a couple years ago about how we're, we're running low on doctors and by like 2050 or something, we're not going to have nearly enough doctors for anything because people don't want to go into that industry because they feel forced. Right. But a lot of people are wasting their degree because they want to go to college and they're studying gen- like gender studies. I feel like that's going to become more. Well, there's far more than that. If I, you want to talk about the doctors and engineer problems, the people that go into new media are the problem too. They could, yes, you could say that. Yeah, because it's not like they're going to do anything with their make, degree. That's making a movie or a YouTube video isn't going to like change society. Yeah, so right. there's two there's two sides of this argument, and I'm kind of I'm arguing for the side against my my position on it. But I I don't plan to go to college because I mean. Personally, the big thing is I wouldn't be going for engineering. I'd be going for new media. But I don't plan to go and work for like a, a TV station. You know what I mean? Because when you – so a lot of new – so there's a New England school, new media, and the school was trying to get me to go there, the high school we went to. And uh, everyone that graduated there from Maine 
would get a job at WLBZ or WABI TV5, <laughs> right? Yes. And they would be working on like the graphics and all that. That's what they do. Fox 22, the local channels. And that's what they told me. And I said, listen, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I like I like media. That's my passion is film. But I also like the business side of it. You know, I don't want to go. You could solve that problem by getting a computer science degree and doing some computer management, computer, you know. Brody's got his hands up in the air. So. Computer administration somewhere. Com- computer administration. Well, yes. I, think, I think the big thing is like with my web development, I learned web, I taught myself web development. And although I don't do the full extent of web development, I handle sales, right? So clients I get, I talk to them on the phone. Right. You solve that by getting a business degree? <laughs> I understand that, bro. My parents are, the, are saying the same thing. But I, I, I feel like, I feel like I want to, like, I, right now, how, I, how I'm standing, like last year, 2019, though I started, I was a far, part-time freelancer, right? First year of doing freelance work. And I made more money than a lot of students that were, wor- like, working from the time they got out of school to, like, night, and then they have homework and everything else. Right, yeah. And I was working half those hours. Like, I was doing... I was having, you know, maybe a six hour day, maybe a four hour day. And I was, you know, I'm not going to disclose the amount I made because, you know, it's tax season. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I made, I made enough uh, to, to be for being a 17 year old kid and then turning 18. And it's slow season right now because, you know, it's winter, new year. Businesses are getting their budgets together, you know, but one of the big th- the niches that I found was podcast production. I know you're listening to a podcast, but that's what I did. You're all- listening to the podcast. Whoa. But that's what I did all summer. Podcastception. You remember, I was like, you know, telling you all about how this new client wants me to do this pod, edit their edit and produce and distribute the podcast. Right, right, right. And that's what I, I did. And I was, I'm very good at that. And a lot of the, my clients see that. And then they, they go and they're like, oh, you can do this and this and this too. So then they hire me for other jobs. It was interesting because my first ever client on Upwork, I, I work on Upwork, a very good platform if you're a freelancer and you want to get into the, you don't have to do video editing. All, you can do um, virtual assistant. You can you can be a lawyer. I've seen lawyers on there. But anyway, um, I had this one client. He hired me to do a podcast for him. And I'm not going to say his name. What well, is he? But he, <laughs> he hired me to do his podcast. And then he had me developing his website. And we were doing this big software deal. And we had like a hundred different things on the plate. I was editing his YouTube videos because this guy was uh, trying to do corporate videos on on YouTube because obviously, you know, that that you can make a lot of money on that. And we were doing, uh, I I made a significant amount portion of, of my yearly earnings from that one client. And I've had about probably eight clients in 2019, which is, um, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it really isn't either. I have uh, I talked to a few freelancers I met on the platform and they have they had alone one guy that I spoke to had over 125 clients in 2019 and he made if you look at it on a scale um he did over 10 times the amount of hours I did I worked and he made he made obviously more than me but it wasn't by a lo- as much as you'd think so I mean freelancing is a very viable thing but that's not where I want to be in 
20 years. I mean, there'll be more opportunities in 20 years. That's why. Where do you want to be in 20 years then? I want to do film. I want to make movies. So that's why I'm opening my own doors. I have my own studio because eventually I want to direct movies, right? Because I did, at one point I did want to go to college and that college was full sale in Florida. But then I'm like, so the, the tuition is expensive, but there is no room and board. So I have to then rent or buy a property, which in Florida, it isn't cheap. And my dad, someone I, someone my dad works with um, had a son that went there and he hated it. They had classes at 1 a.m. Like, seriously, it was all over the clock. Because you, when you're a filmmaker, you're getting shots at 3 a.m. You're getting shots. And that's the thing. The whole thing is you make a movie every year. And you, whatever you're learning, you work on. So if you want to do directing, that's what you want to you want to do the most of then well you're the director or you're the director's assistant or, right you know so so what are you doing are you building up a big purse um the big thing right What's now the plan well the big thing right now is i want to build my business and i want to put away money and gain experience if you've ever heard of, have you ever heard of this thing called indeed it's a job you put your resume on the internet and yeah so a lot of local companies use that because I've seen, I've been on the website before, but there's a new thing that they don't ask for. If you have a college degree, they don't require a college degree anymore. They say, do you have years of experience? So basically, well, this is what I believe the future is, is going to be. I think in 10 to 20 years, college is still going to exist, but I feel like more companies aren't going to care if you have a college degree. I think it's going to be like, how much experience do you have? Like real well, it's world, always been that real world experience. Yeah, it's always been experience, but because employers want the accreditation on top of that, they do. But not all. But a lot of them are are starting to to lighten up on that. Like you're going for engineering, that doesn't mean you have ex- you you might be able to do the math in your head, but that doesn't mean you, you you've uh, ever built a bridge, right? You might build a bridge and the freaking thing might fall in. And of course, of course, that that's a possibility. That's always a possibility. But um, you know, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I feel like a lot of a lot of this conversation about college and stuff is very. Your opinion can change on a daily basis as new information occurs, and that's with anything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like I have done a lot of research on these topics because. I'm 18 and I'm trying to, I know this is kind of a weird, I'm trying to figure my life out. You know, what do I want to do? Do I want to do this all my life? Do I want to do that all my life? But one thing that a lot of people overlook, and this is why I still do it, like this podcast is on YouTube. My, I, I make three YouTube videos a week, right? That's something I've started to to really focus on because I don't plan on blowing up. Like I'm not planning on, I'm not banking on being the next Logan Paul. Okay. I'm, I'm not doing that. But in today's new media, right? The new media world, Brody is drawing a cloud on the, on the paper. It's a monkey. The thing is you can make money on these platforms. So that's, that's also an outlet. Like this was something I was thinking of. But that can't be, that can't be right. Yep. Five figure, six figure. Six figure and a half income. Oh, can no, and can't. people do no, it. Can't. People do it. Like uh, you I, can't build your career. I have off a of that. I have a friend who has two million YouTube subscribers, and he makes uh, his peak year, which was a year and a half ago. He, well, it was a year ago. 
he made in 2019, and 2018 was his highest year, and he brought in $1.6 million, okay? That's a lot of... Do you, do you see the, the the lack of job security there? I do, because YouTube is one of those things that fluctuates. You know, my, YouTube, YouTube changes its policy. Relevance. You start, like, for lack of a better word, sucking... Right. I understand that. Goes down the drain. No but, no job security. But here's the thing. This is what I'm getting no at. I'm not saying, either. I'm no not benefits either. No benefits no job not, security. I'm not saying I want to be a YouTuber, okay? I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that is a lucrative avenue to look at because – Yes, it's lucrative. It is very lucrative. Me? Because you can – but so this is what I was thinking of the other – I was telling you I had these topics in my head that I wanted to talk about. I was excited to talk about them. And – I, I watch a lot. We watch a lot of movies. You know, whenever you're in I town, love movies. we'll go to the movie theater. Well, there's something that I've noticed a lot of, and that is, you know how you have a a list and B list actors, right? Yes. So the like you have the Brad Pitts and the Margot Robbies of the world. Well, I've seen a lot more um, social media influencers being considered for roles in movies. Like, Ugh, I, I hate that. So like, I, I you know I hate that also. That's but, like a that's like a jump. That's like. You're a media influencer. You're not an actor. But, okay. And it's like you're you're going from an F-list celebrity all the way up to C. Yeah. It's like you just skipped everything. You didn't even have to become a good actor to become an actor. So Logan Paul, I used him as an example earlier because this is kind of where I was going with this. Logan Paul signed a five-movie deal. Uh, he's, he's working – so he's going to be in five movies. This was a while ago. And – you find this I find this interesting because you know he was a vine star. He started off making these foolish videos on his well, phone. You, you don't know if he's going to be a good actor. Like he's he, been in two he movies does already. Good. He does good on social media because he's a pretty face, right? Yes. But doesn't mean that's he's a good actor. Directors are only looking at his numbers. They're saying, "Oh, he's got 25 million YouTube subscribers and and 17 million Instagram right. followers." So if we if we make this movie and he promotes it the movie could be complete dog shit. It could be a flop. I don't think it's a safe investment. It could be a terrible movie. Right. But I'm saying his fans are going to flock to the theaters. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. You remember once, you know Smosh? Well, they made a movie a few years and ago. And it flopped, right? It flopped, but a ton of fans, like including me, because I used to be a Smosh fan, I was very intrigued when they announced it. So I waited till it came on on demand, and I watched it. I thought it was okay <laughs> i thought it was okay because it had a lot of memes from the time and a lot of rel- a lot of youtubers i watched sure. were in it. but i hate i hate it yeah i think it's terrible because they're not actors they're people who made videos in their bedroom but my point is but not even not even a good director could make those actors good you know that's the thing i understand that but my point is years ago Back in the 50s and 60s, you wanted to be an actor, you had to know someone in Hollywood. Or you had to make the take the risk, go to Hollywood, and or you wanted to be a director, yes, producer. Man. You had to either be born into it. Like, for instance, um, what's his name? Uh, he's a director. Uh, the, he's a tip of my tongue. Ron Howard. Ron Howard. What did Ron Howard I'm make? thinking of Ron Howard because this is – so the example that I'm, I'm trying to say is he was born into Hollywood, right? His father was an actor. And I was watching a documentary on him because he got a role in Lassie, which is a very famous TV show back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And um, so he started his career off as an actor. He wanted to be an actor. Well, his dad was an actor, so he got right in. My point is, if you were like the Steven Spielberg or the 
the Steven Spielberg's son, Quentin Tarantino, right? They weren't born into Hollywood. Well, maybe they were. I, I don't know. But if you were someone like your Brody, okay, right? okay, and it's 1960, and you want to be a director, okay. So you get on a bus. My par- you- my parents were probably models. You had no, no, no. They weren't. You just love movies. Your dad works in a coal mine. Your mom's a stay-at-home mom. Well, things were less complicated. You probably could get on a bus, go down to a studio and say, give me a job. No, you go You go get on a bus. You go to Hollywood. What you going to do, right? Who You, you don't know anybody there. So you can't – what are you going to do? So you, you go on uh, 20th Century or Warner Brothers lot and you, they're going to be like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. Get out. You know what I mean? Like well, we're filming keep, a you movie. You keep here. coming back and you say, give me a job. Give me a job. And so they say eventually, they're going to okay. start you off at a ge- as a janitor. But that's not my point. You don't know anybody. So it's harder. It was harder to get into Hollywood. Whereas now. You don't know. You've never seen a documentary. I haven't. You haven't done the research. You start off. Know? You start off in your bedroom right here. We're in my office. We're making a YouTube video. Right. And then I get 100, 200,000 views. My channel blows up. Right. It's got 2 million subs. And now, but at least when you're employed as an actor, there's job security. But in that. but then you're gonna have well, not really, because once the film's up or the movie's up, you're done, right? No. Yes. No, you got agents working around the clock. You do have agents. Next role, but you like a lot of actors don't have roles. Not like okay, we're, if yes, we- you got roles preset. You go to the auditions. You're working around the clock as an actor to get the next role. But I've seen a lot of actors just like kind of fall out of of Hollywood. Like they just don't act anymore because they can't get roles. They're not. They're not like okay. Uh, look at so back in the '90s, family. Uh, Bob Saget was in uh, that family movie, that family show. There, uh, you know, big deal. Everyone, everyone, you know, loved Bob Saget. Bob Saget's amazing. Full House, and. Um, now he's not a desirable actor anymore because well, no one cares about plenty Bob of things you could do. Look at Clint Eastwood, right? Now he makes movies. He does make movies, but he was the one who was being the actor for so many years. He makes movies now, he and does. they're great movies. A lot of them are great movies, but um, I'm, I'm talking about you know you have those those people, the social media stars, and they're getting hired to do movies because. The directors are just like the studios are just like, hey, you know, Brody, you got fifty, you got fifteen million YouTube subscribers and four, uh, eight million Instagram followers. You know, you be in my movie as the main, and uh, we'll promote you or something like. You remember that? Uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson was in like some lifeguard movie or something. Uh, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I remember that one, yeah. But um, there were a few YouTube stars that were in that, and you know KSI. Yeah, one of his rap songs was in the movie. They use it. It was in his soundtrack. Really? Yes. Oh my god! So this guy who makes who started out playing FIFA in his parent in his bedroom in his parents' house, he's in a, a hundred million dollar budget movie. His song, I, why? <laughs> I don't know. And then like there were a few British YouTubers who uh, played minor roles in a in the Pixar movie, uh, Wreck It Ralph two. Really? Yeah. One of them, Dan TDM was one of them. Uh, they were like kids, kids YouTubers though, and they voice characters in the movie. Oh just my god! Because gosh. they have followers, so that's my point. People are more desirable. Like, so the Super Bowl's tomorrow, and last year Ninja was in a Samsung commercial in the Super Bowl. I remember that because he was the big, he was a big deal. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. 
So nowadays... I just don't think it works out how you think it works out. Like, I'm not trying to sit here and get a... get a, I, I Like, I'm doing YouTube more as a hobby. That's why I have freelancing going. Or else, if I really wanted to do it full-time, I'd just do that full-time and make daily videos. But I don't want to do that because that's not what I want my career to be. I don't want to be waking up making YouTube videos. I want to travel. I want to see the world. And most importantly, I want to make films. And um, that's kind of what I'm trying to do. But... You got to start somewhere. You're not going to start off with hundred million dollar budget making a Quentin Tarantino movie. You know what I mean? That's just you that's do the not. You do the Stanley Kubrick. Started off making little documentaries. A lot of filmmakers start off making doing free work, like doing free commercials and stuff. That's how you a lot go of make a little documentary. I I did have a documentary idea, something I did want to do. That's what'll get you. That's what'll get you. I have a good idea, and I really think I ought to do it. Short films aren't the way documentaries are i have all the stuff to do <laughs> i have the lavender mics i have a good camera i mean literally the lighting for a go find some good topics i have one good topic in particular i really want to, i've wanted to do this for a couple of years now but it's a little difficult to get a hold of this person but you don't want to end up like that documentary the one about um the logging people remember that the one about the logging people yeah, you might have missed it. I was there. But it was about logging and how logging used to go when they still logged with horses and they yeah. moved, moved the logs with horses down to the river. I saw a documentary about something like that on PBS. Because they used to have the log runs down in But Madison. this one was better. This one was better. It had real people in it. They did real interviews. Oh, this one did have interviews. But it might have been the same one. I don't know. But uh, yeah, no documentaries are cool, and they're not that. You don't need a budget to make a documentary. No, because you just need people willing to talk, exactly. and then they go on and on and on about their, <laughs> yes. their old people, and they go on and on about their life, and they love talking. Yeah, I don't know. I had an idea. One of them. This isn't the idea that I'm I'm planning on doing, but there was one. It was about you know Maine, you know Maine's industries, right? Talking about oh, trust me. How does PBS has already done? I know, all the but way. wouldn't that be cool just to do something that? I mean, you 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 try and capture Maine in its beauty, but also trying to educate people on one of the coolest. I'm I'm not a huge fan of this guy, but he he retired. He was on WWZ. Ah, oh, jeez, that guy. Wow, what was it? You know what I'm talking about. He went on. He did different. He traveled. Bill Green's main. He still does it. Are you afraid to say that? No, I'm not afraid he, he to say retired. that. He retired. He doesn't do it anymore. He's retired. Look it up. He I did. Don't... He retired last year. I saw it because my parents watch it. You want to interview week. him? I, I, no. What I'm saying is his ideas, like the way his show worked. It's very You'd want to do a continuation of his show? I think it'd be interesting to do a documentary on Maine, but kind of like Every the way episode, he did it? The way he did it, almost. You know what I mean? Like That would sh- be too long of a show. I know. It'd be like a three-hour documentary, which is un, un- It would be a 10-hour. He had hundreds of episodes of that. Well, I'm saying you take some of like, the biggest industries. So, like, you got the seafood industry, you know, like the, the fishermen down in Portland and all that. But then what, you got the lockers, you know, like yeah, your, your yeah, dad does some stuff with that. And um, that, that's what I'm saying, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. But... You pick the the like a couple big industries in Maine, and you just talk like you you try and educate people on it, and maybe you can have like a nice flow. Like the mill, mills used to be a huge thing in Maine. That could be, that could be a good documentary. That was an idea I had was mills because they're closing. I know someone's gonna <laughs> steal it. Oh my gosh! Someone's but, uh, gonna steal it. 
Yeah, I know. I have this one really good idea locked in my brain of something I've wanted to do for years, but just the time isn't right yet. Time isn't right. Time is now. I, time is now. But this specific person is it like the time isn't right. There's going to be a time when I like a documentary. You, it probably would only take three months to do. You film it in a month, right? Because all you got to do is get into two months. Editing would be two months. That would be just getting some music licensed and that's it. I see. You might want to go back and watch some of Kubrick's first documentaries just to look at them. Oh, yeah, but I like to study it. I like I like a lot of them, but the big thing is, you know, they get cool shots. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of documentaries get really cool shots. You'd have to get a drone. I'd have to do I, some river shots. I, my grandfather has a drone, <laughs> which I could borrow, but you know, maybe. But yeah, that's a big thing. Like in order to compete with other documentaries, you got to have things like drones and and all that. We got this thing I found on the internet. Yeah. All right. You showed me that a lot while ago. It is a while ago, but I picked it back up. I thought it was cool. It's a cool way to train. Over the summer, he got very interested in like uh, the monkey bars, and then he got interested in like training. No, his not hand. monkey bars, but like jump roping was his big thing. And he, I went over to his house, so he showed me this thing, and I tried. It's like a hand grip thing, sort of calisthenics exercises. Train, yeah, to train your your hand and. And uh, I could almost do it, but not as well as he, because he's been training his hands. But tonight I tried it. I haven't done it in months. And It's called the Captain's Across, and mm. it's pretty epic. It's like, uh, I don't know what they're called. They're called, like, grip trainers. And they go up all the way to four levels. Yeah. And if the third and fourth levels you can get certified for. What level is it in right now? This is a level one. Gage tried it. He couldn't quite close it. I can... Can you imagine a level four? Yeah, I could have... Look, I can close it. But I want to buy a number two. I want to work all the way up to at least three. Because the, the third and fourth level have certifications. You go on their website, you can get certified, say, I'm a level four, I'm a, I'm a level three. Because it's like... They take... it's they, They're very to, serious about it. Does someone have to come and see you do it? I think for a four, if you wanted to get, like, legally certified number four, someone has to see you do it. Legally certified. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> yes. It's very cool. You should see the people. The people that run this, the company's called Iron Mind. I love that company. They make they make stuff that's for grip training. They make stuff that's for wrist training. They make stuff that's for, like, extensor training in your fingers. It's all very interesting how how obsessed they are with, like, grip strength. So you've got certified lifeguards, you've got certified uh, doctors, and now you've got certified king of 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 uh, uh, cr- uh, crush. Captain of crush. Captain of crush. What the hell? You like, go on the Iron Mind website, they got books to sell you. They want to sell you the book, the Crush It to Dust hand guide or something. It's crazy how 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 much they have invested into this grip stuff. I love it. But like... Honest to God, what is this solving? Just your strength of your hand? like? Well, I, I don't think it's quite for training. I think it's sort of like a test. Like, they, they tell you that the number... If you click the number two right now, it, it says life-saving levels of grip strength. It's like a test. It's like if you can crush the number two successfully, you know, you got life-saving levels of grip strength. It's crazy. So it takes 365 pounds of of like crushing grip to crush it 
right? Wow. So number one, what's number one? 140. 140. So it, no, really? Yeah. So it takes 140 pounds to do that. Jesus. That is uh, 195 for number two. So that's not that far. Right. I'm probably going to order number two soon because I can, I can close the one. So I want to work on number but two. But number four is 365 pounds. So like. Right. <sighs> Gage can't even comprehend it. This is. That's 140 right there. Oh, I can barely do that. Well, no, Ain't that's that crazy. Uh, yeah, that is one 140. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Well, I mean, I've seen weirder things. <laughs> I think I think this is great. One time I read a study. I think this was so long ago. It was on the internet. A study that correlated like grip strength to like brain function. I don't know. I don't know how that correlates. That's why but I wonder. I wonder if you could improve your brain function that's by why improving I, your grip strength. That's why I'm retarded because I don't have. A, <laughs> you don't have good grip. I don't have good grip. <laughs> well, you could work on it. I, yeah, I guess so. I'm. You get some Iron Mind equipment. This isn't. The school used to hand those out. Really? Yeah. No, no, because those those were ones like. They're designed to look like the things that clamp the weights on. Like if you're doing a deadlift. You got your weight. You got no, your bar. They were these, but they had like a foam outer layer. They, it was like exactly this. Right. But I mean, like if you look up any sort of weightlifting pictures, you got the bar and then you got the, the, the plate. Plate goes on. You got these things to secure the plates, right? Yeah, sure. I'll take his word for it. <laughs> they're designed to look just like that. I think they're, you know, they're, it's exactly the same spring thing. It's cool. I mean, I, I kind of I forgot you owned it until he brought. He's like, you you seen Michael Vsauce? Well, I want to do you know something fun. We we're gonna review something, and I'm thinking, what did he get? Like some loot box or something? <laughs> no, I love it. I'm gonna get a number two. I love the number one. Yes, they're crazy. I'm gonna get Gage a trainer, <laughs> which is a hundred pounds. Sixty. Oh, okay. Oof. <laughs> Gage is going to train with it. We're going to improve his brain function. Oof. But, uh, yeah, hey, I mean, that's, I mean, it's how much was this? Like 30 bucks? I think it's like 20, 25 bucks, something like that. Yeah, the level four is 24. So, but yeah, I mean, not, I mean, they're Mel, they're cool. So I would rate that a five out of 10. Five out of 10? I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, why do you rate that? Buy the uh, iron mine.com thing <laughs> but um we're gonna buy and review iron mine products oh i have another one right here <laughs> like he has a band you wouldn't believe this yeah. i carry around the extensor bands you want to give it a try gauge an extensor band you go like this it's like a it looks like one of those things you put on a lobster i know it's a band what What you am put, i doing you, with you it? go Good. Lucky. Yeah. Luckily, I have two actually. You put it, and you train. You train the extensors in your fingers, like this. Yeah. And you go back. Guess I got to work on that. <laughs> Gage has Gage has terrible finger extensors. Ah, it's from all that editing. Click, click, click. He's gonna have terrible carpal tunnel health in his hands. He's gonna work on his extensors and his grip. That looks, to improve his that brain looks, function. That looks so fun. You're like, oh, dude, you know. But <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys would have to see this. Yeah, 
we thought I, I don't know. This is an interesting. I hope this podcast came out good, but uh, the coronavirus is going crazy. Yeah, it's spreading like mad. Brody's scaring me with the coronavirus. Jesus, seriously, he's like, people are getting it in New Hampshire, Massachusetts. I just read. Ah, but Even we're though Gage has nothing to worry about. But my family, though. <clears throat> I know. Gage's in the 20s to, to 30 your, age range. Your family just going to drop, drop dead. You're going to be like, ah, I'm getting my engineering degree. Fuck it, whatever. <laughs> That's not how I want to think about it. That's very sick. Yes. Well, it's the same with Ebola. It was like, it was but scary. But Gage for is a young. Week. Gage is young and healthy. His statistical probability of dying is low. Because it's, it's also the statistics that say that the people recovering are now. The amount is higher than the people dying. Do you have the coronavirus? Comment down below and tell us. I'm just kidding. Like, like and subscribe if you... <laughs> like and subscribe if you have the coronavirus. Can we get 10 likes? Uh, just kidding. Well, what else, Gage? You said you've been saving all week interesting topics to talk about. I mean, like, we went over them already. Really? Yeah. It was it was warm. Okay, the snow's melting. Oh my goodness! Sorry, I I go back to the we've weather reached, by default. We've reached the point in the year where it's not going to get any colder. It's just going to get warmer. I know days literally. are going to get longer. Yeah, I'll be glad when I can come to the office and by four p.m. it's still bright out. <laughs> One day he we were so we got so I convinced Brody to get Grand Theft Auto Five for PC. Okay. I convinced him after years and years of and years of him saying cringe, cringe, cringe. I convinced him. <laughs> I convinced him. I convinced. They told me it couldn't be done, but I convinced him. And so yeah, after after a long time, they they said it couldn't be done. He finally got the game, and uh, we started playing. And um, he. Thinks it's it was on sale, so no biggie. But yeah, it, it uh, I'm having fun with that. You 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 enjoying the Los Santos trip? I hate video games. I want to move away from video games. I want to live a normal, healthy life without video games. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, less video games. I'm gonna strike video games. I'm going to say, I'm not going to go on anymore unless we get rid of those dang video games. <laughs> Goddamn video games. But, uh, I mean, there aren't really many good games right now. Seriously, like, we, we talk about this all the time on the podcast. I go back and play old games and um, just screw the new games. You know? Like, hey, who cares? You know, I, was, I thought I, about getting Red Dead 2 on PC. I have it on Xbox. I played it. Don't really like it. What am I going to do? You know what I mean? I guess Western games aren't for me, you know? But there's rumors that the GTA 6 trailer is going to be released at, uh, on the Super Bowl. Okay? <laughs> to, at the Super Bowl? Tomorrow. Why we'll would they see. even do that? Because apparently they, hi <laughs> they, they were looking for a commercial editor. Uh, they only put out... Uh, so they said they, they were looking for a commercial editor for a big event ad. This was a few weeks ago. Uh, that, that the rumors broke but they're saying that there's a rumor that it's going to be coming out they needed an editor for a Super Bowl commercial so the rumor came from a quote unquote inside source and I'm hoping it is because the rumors are saying 
that the game will come out alongside the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 later on this year. That would be a good move. It would be a good move. That would be a really good move. And I'm honestly hoping like this would. So everyone is looking at Rockstar's past. You know, they, they released a trailer two years later, the game comes out, but like companies don't have to do the same thing every time. That's what pisses me off with these people is like, be optimistic. If you think it's going to happen, you know, whatever, if it doesn't happen, you will move on. You're going to wake up the next morning. Eventually the game will come out. But, uh, They've been slowing down on updates. There's no announcements yet. So that's kind of why I'm thinking they're probably just going to like announce something soon. And, um, you know, they'll probably slow down online updates and then the new game will come out and shut down the old servers. I don't think they'll shut it down because they don't want to lose their player. But it's rumored that the PS5 and Xbox Series X are going to have backwards compatibility so people can play their new GTA. So they can still play GTA 5 on the new consoles. Which is a very smart move because, um, you know, I would just like to play GTA 5 on my new console next this year. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the microphone. Um, we He forgot his earbuds, so we had, we're doing this on one microphone. I'm praying to God it's going to come out good. There's one audio layer. I've never edited a podcast like this before, but it's a first time for everything, right? So, so um, yeah, I mean, we hope you enjoyed. We hope Isaac feels better. We hope we see him next week. Uh, we do have an email, and this is fully set up now. Oh, we actually received one email. Yes. From Isaac. <laughs> Isaac, um, let's read his email. No, don't, don't read it. <laughs> he basically said the podcast is a piece of crap. <laughs> but in vulgar term. Uh, but yeah, if you want to email us, you email talkmumble at gmail.com. Again, that's talkmumble at gmail.com that's t-a-l-k-m-u-m-b-l-e at gmail.com yes and uh we'll just read your emails on the podcast we can't read this one because uh brody doesn't allow me to read so uh yes but join uh our discord join yeah. our discord if Link you contact our discord while we're recording we'll have you on <laughs> you want to be on the podcast just do it join our pod join our discord Make your dreams come true. But, uh, yeah, uh, we hope Isaac feels better. If Isaac, if you're, you're not... Are you listening? Your voice isn't in this, so you might be listening. Isaac, we hope we you feel lo- better. We love you, Isaac. Yeah, not, no, no homo, though. Just <laughs> We're going to get banned for that. Uh, we love you, but not in that way. Uh, <laughs> we hope you feel better. Uh, and, yeah, guys, wish him the best of well. Get over the flu that he diagnosed himself with. And... <laughs> I don't think he needed to go to the hospital to figure out he was a little I know, I know. Uh, He'll get over it, though. So, yeah, uh, uh, patreon.com slash mumbles, and uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Gage. And Brody. Signing off. Goodbye. Goodbye.